Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Health Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Brooke. I'm half of Health Unfiltered and I'm here with another snack episode. I'm recording on a Saturday night, which is not usually when I record this podcast, It's a vibe. I've got twinkle lights behind me, the noises of the jungle around me, and I don't have pants on. So that's really the upside of recording by myself is I get to do what I want when I want. Do you hear that, Ro? Uh, No, but I'm really excited to be back recording a podcast episode. This conversation really stemmed from some conversations with one-on-one clients that turned into a whole masterclass inside the community that I was really excited about. So that's what we're going to dive into. I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off since it's a bite-sized episode here. We are going to talk about why we get into a funk. You know, why do we fall out of our health routines? We feel like we're just in this like, ugh, it like mucky, crunchy space is always how I describe it because adjectives like that are so like animate a moment for me. But why do we fall out of taking care of our bodies and our routines and we just get into this place where we might be eating junk food again, watching too much TV, not working out, super stressed, lashing out? Like why do all these things happen? You know, we've talked a lot about how to get back on track set goals, pace yourself, like get back into things really intentionally, but we haven't addressed on a deeper level how these things happen in the first place. You know, I think this conversation is important because it's going to allow you to access really at the root what's going on so you can adjust and handle these moments with so much more ease, which I think is the whole purpose of like root cause healing, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. First, I kind of want to set the stage for what I mean when I say the funk. So these are some other ways my clients have described it to me. Like I'm just super shut down. I go into fuck it mode. I throw in the towel. I just don't care. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, even though I know I'm going to feel like crap after. How do we get into that place, that funk? You know, and for some people, it's like, well, this was like a terrible week. For some people, it'll be like, it's been months and I can't break out of this cycle Or it's even been years and I just cannot, like it just feels so hard to crawl out of that hole. So that's the funk that I'm talking about here. And from a practical surface level perspective, you know, and I think we've covered these more in depth. So I'm just going to really overview these things. I think we've talked about a lot on different podcast episodes of ways you can address this, but it can be a surface level thing. It can be just like your time management sucks. 
And you really need to address your calendar and what you're prioritizing and boundaries with that. That's really common, I would say. Your ability to assess where you are on your journey and how much energy and time you genuinely have to commit. Like you don't know how to prioritize with the amount of time you do have. So that's a real thing. Your goal setting can be off. It can be too big. It can be unrealistic. You could not be considering the whole holistic picture of taking care of yourself when you're you're setting a goal. It can also be a lack of support from loved one, friends, and community, coaches, and mentors. And then you just feel like you're on an island by yourself, and it's much harder to be accountable when everyone else is going one way and you're trying to go the other way, really against that current. This kind of stuff usually happens to people who are more in the beginning phases. It's it's in my opinion really related to just a lack of knowledge and experience. I think these things are easier to shift, which is good. So if you you're feeling like, "Oh, that's why that's why I'm in the funk. I haven't figured out those things yet." My recommendation would be to go figure those things out, seek support from someone who has experience with this, a coach, a mentor, go sign up for programs, read a book, like do whatever you got to do to acquire the knowledge, right? That's a more, I don't like, I don't want to say a shallow thing, but it's like a very like surface level. There's a ton of different solutions to this, right? If you've been on this path of health and healing for a while, then sometimes you need to dig in a little bit deeper when it comes to the fine tuning. I do also want to mention that life will happen, right? Death, loss of a relationship. There can be grief. There can be emergencies with your family, sick family members, like very real things in life that can happen that can throw us off. And really our goal isn't that we're never going to be in a funk. Like it's just part of the normal human experience. However, the way you handle it, how far you fall and how quickly you can realign yourself out of it, those, those things we can control. And I think that The things I'm going to talk about now are getting a little bit deeper into the emotion, things that we would traditionally think of as like mental and emotional health, but it needs to be talked about. And I'm not a therapist and I'm not a psychiatrist. This is just from the experience and the ways that I've learned and the tools that I've learned over the years, the things I've seen with clients and and just experience for a long time for myself and through working with others. There are really three big things and themes that I notice. The first is that we usually get into these states when the body is overstressed, overstimulated, and agitated and or agitated. Whether you have, you know, you've overbooked your commitments, there's just like family chaos, schedules, children need to be all somehow at the same time in different locations. It can be challenges in relationships, friendships, just different miscommunications. It could also be just someone who's randomly being an asshole to you, projecting their stuff onto you. You know, there's a lot of different things in this world that can cause us to get overstressed, overstimulated, and agitated. However, if you don't know how to recognize within yourself that this is happening, it can spiral out of control so fast And then usually what you end up doing is you end up like dishing out the assholeness back to people. Assholeness, I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. You just dish it back out to other people. And like it just is, it doesn't do anything. You're just miserable and you're just radiating misery all over the place. But I think the big piece here is you need to recognize what it feels like in your body when you're in this place. And then what do you do to cope? Because that's the thing that most people slide back is 
They're overstressed, over, overstimulated, and agitated, and they slide back into old patterns as a way to cope and bring it down a notch without actually addressing what really needs to be done. So this is, in my opinion, a big piece of this problem. I was really excited. Um, one of my one-on-one clients is at that three-month mark of us working together, and she was sharing, like, I had a really hard work week, and it was just a lot. It was mayhem. And she's like, but I feel great. And I don't want to run out and have a bunch of margaritas and self-soothe the way I used to. We've worked so much on building resiliency in her nervous system and supporting herself with proper nutrition and health practices and self-care and like really stabilizing her routines that she has the capacity to hold more stress. That's really the sign of a healthy nervous system. So I think that this is a big piece of the puzzle that needs to start with really knowing yourself and having body awareness as to what that feels like in the body when you're in these places and then having the tools to then fix it. That would obviously be the other layer. The second thing that I've really noticed that's a theme of when people get into these holes, into a funk, is when we're operating out of alignment with who we are, what we value, and how we spend our time. This usually builds up over time. Like sometimes, some, one day you could wake up and you'd be like, I'm not happy. And you are just looking around confused, feeling like you've been a passenger in your own life. We have a tendency to just do the same thing day in and day out on autopilot, wake up in the same mood, go through the same self-talk in your head, tackle the day with the same attitude you've always tackled the day. Well, that doesn't work. Like you're actually very disconnected and you're just running on autopilot. So like this depression or feeling, feeling depressed you know, whatever resonates with you more. I know we're not about diagnoses a lot in this age. I don't really like to subscribe to diagnoses because I think it just labels us. Thankfully, I've always worked with providers who like got that. They're like, you're, you are not your disease or how you feel or what's going on. But if you're feeling depressed, this can be a really big red flag that you aren't living in alignment with your true self. This can certainly happen in phases throughout your life. And to be honest, I think it's really normal. I don't think that there's there's something wrong with you if you're like, I don't feel good, I'm in a mood. There's obviously layers to this, so take this with a grain of salt. But if you're feeling down and just you've got that feeling, like I think that that's something, that's a sign that something needs to shift. There's old parts of you, there's old patterns of behavior, there's old interests or old beliefs that are dying and you need to step through into the rebirth and like let go of these things that are feeling heavy to you and no longer aligned and lean into a new way of being. And I think that this is a super normal part of life that we don't necessarily want to eliminate. I think this is what sparks change. So this is, can be really powerful. This is really about recognizing what's going on so that you can address things underneath. The third thing I believe really contributes to this is suppressing emotional and authentic expression. I think that's one of the really big things that I see people get into these holes, into these funks, and they're using coping mechanisms and they just ditch all their healthy habits. You're not using your voice and you're not expressing how you truly feel. And you've got all this pent-up emotion that's making you feel super uncomfortable inside and it has nowhere to go. Cry, scream, wail, not at people, at appropriate times and in appropriate spaces. But I think you really have to give yourself the space to feel what needs to be felt. Don't pretend to be something you're not. Don't pretend to be happy if you're not. Be true to who you are and with your word. 
And so I think what happens is we build up these layers of this residue of these societal masks that really limit us and they just create more separation from yourself and ultimately discomfort. I know when I first started doing a lot of this deeper work, once I felt really solid in, you know, my health and I had more capacity in my nervous system just to even go there, it was so uncomfortable to learn how to be sad and just like express sadness. And then I moved and I was like, oh, I know how to do this. I know how to be sad. I can like express this and like work through this. And then it went to anger. I was like, I don't know how to be angry. I have, I've suppressed it. And, and these are really deep parts of healing that I think we're starting to see people wake up to more and more. If you're interested in this topic, I highly recommend When the Body Says No by Gabriel Mate, any of Gabriel Mate's work, when the um, How the Body Keeps Score, or My Grandmother's Hands. My Grandmother's Hands is easier to read if you're not super into like science-y research nerd stuff. My Grandmother's Hands is beautiful. Really good uh, audiobook as well if you're into audiobooks. So if you're like, ooh, I feel like I this really resonates and I want to know more of how this is affecting my physical body, really, really recommend those resources for you. What's so funny about this whole thing is we avoid these healthy habits that are actually going to make us feel better when we're in the funk. I see it happen to myself. I'm like, what's going to make me feel better is if I go lift and I go outside and I get sunshine and I just cry for a second and then I just move on. But then I have a tendency to stall and soothe sometimes still with different coping mechanisms. But then it's all about just recognizing that and bringing it back to balance. It's just bringing it back to like, I know this is what's going to make me feel better. And you might not be, probably you're actually not going to be motivated. Let's be real. You're not going to be motivated. This is when the discipline and the devotion piece comes in when it comes to caring for yourself. Make time to, for yourself to connect with where you are right now in this moment, asking yourself what you need. This needs to be a part of your daily routine. And if, if it is not already, then respond to what it is you need, what it is you're feeling with practices, rituals, self-care, holistic health tools, all those things that we're gathering in our toolbox. And this just comes with like experience and practice and putting yourself in spaces where you can learn. Listening to podcasts like this, we have a lot of different podcasts and all kinds of different topics about tools, right? This is when you start grabbing those. We really have this human tendency to avoid and shrink and find something else when we have this tax nervous system feeling, trash TV to distract the mind, comfort food to, to ground us, a glass of red wine to unwind at night. But it's really about returning really quickly. Those things are natural. It takes us from an activated state and it soothes our system, but it's really just a temporary Band-Aid because we're not getting to the root of why we settled into the funk or this hole of distress in the first place. So that lasting relief really comes from supporting the body with those practices so that we can remain clear, connected to self and grounded. You know, what used to feel like a spiral for me for, man, I could spiral for months, you know, we had some tough times there during uh, the shutdowns with uh, 2020, right? It, it was, it was tough. But now like, Last Monday, I had a terrible day. I was like a frazzled, fried, on edge, like overstimulated mess. I recognized it. I went through the day, plowed through what I needed to do. I made space for myself at the end of the day. And then I realigned and I woke up the next day like a new woman. And it didn't turn into this whole big thing. So this is why I would really make it a practice, even when you're not in a bad place, every day connect to yourself. How are you feeling? 
Is there any tightness in your body? Do you have a knot in your throat? Are you squeezing your shoulders up? Are you hunched over, rounding over, shoulders hunched, protecting your heart? Like what's going on? How are you showing up in the body? Are your hips tight? Have you got some stored stuck emotion in your hips? Like start checking in, you know? It's important. Then you got to really make space to address whatever it is that needs to shift. So maybe you realize you need to you need to set a strong boundary. You need to stand up and really advocate for yourself that like you're taxed with your workload. This is where I'm at. This is a boundary. No, I'm not taking meetings at 6 p.m. anymore. Like whatever it is. Is it a relationship issue that needs to be spoken out loud? Something that needs to be resolved? I swear it always feels worse. I do this all the time. I build it up. I got a whole script for how terrible it's going to be. It's never that bad. Do you need to find a solution for reoccurring overbooking your time and your energy? Even if it's just with friends and you're just like FOMOing into every social event? Do you need to just sit there and grieve or feel sad or feel angry? So ask yourself these questions and make this a practice. I know it might not feel totally normal when you first start doing this. If you feel like you're ever yo-yo dieting, jumping in and out of diets, jumping in and out of programs, and then you plop right back to where you started. I think that a big piece of it is you're not tapping into the deeper layers of your human experience and what you truly need to feel healthy, happy, and supported. And this is why always with my one-on-one clients, I'm like, when we get on our consult call, we're having a deep conversation about what, why the heck you want to do this. Do you think that you can get better and feel better? Where are you right now in life? What's been working and not working? Why is this truly something you want to commit to? Because if you can't understand on the deeper level, then it's just surface. It's just plopping in and out. It's jumping around. It's this thing. It's that thing. You're not really committed because you don't understand that the truth is you need to be committed to yourself. You need to be committed to yourself and your own health and your own healing. And it can't be, I want to lose five pounds and I want to look this way on vacation and I want to do this thing because so-and-so did it. No. It's time that we connect to ourselves and get really, really honest with ourselves and start unraveling this mess that has gotten woven into a society that hustled culture this and freaking so much pressure to perform and my productivity is my worth. Like we have to shed those old layers. So that is my snack episode. That is what I wanted to share. That's what is on my heart. That's what's on my mind. That was probably way longer than I intended a snack episode to be. But I think that this is a really important conversation that I would love to invite you to step into. And shoot me a DM. I'm at westnutrition.co on Instagram. I would love to hear how this landed for you. I would love to hear how you're starting to implement these changes in your life and really connect with who you are at your core, what your values are, and how you want to move forward in your own health and healing. So on that note, cue that music. We will see you next episode on Health Unfiltered. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at westnutrition.co. 
For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.